0: Hey friends, it's Jocelyn at JamminWithJocelyn.com, your certified life and leadership coach helping you to live authentically and lead with authenticity. You're listening to the Jammin' with Jocelyn podcast, the show for people who want to be inspired and live life with more joy and awareness. I love diving into nuanced and paradoxical topics through deep, soulful, and fun conversations. I believe that the more we talk about complex issues and hold space to listen actively we will deepen our self-awareness and compassion for others. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Welcome everyone to another episode of Jamming with Jocelyn. And I am thrilled and excited to have Grace you here. And she is, okay, background story, because you know, authenticity here. She is one of my really long time good besties from like what, eighth grade? Yes. We won't junior high. <laughs> junior high woo-woo. We won't date ourselves, but I mean. <laughs> For those of you who know me, you can now figure out how long we've been friends for. So, um, Grace, would you like to just do a little introduction about about yourself to our audience?
1: Yeah, my name is Grace. And um, like Jocelyn said, I've known her for quite some time. And um, I basically... Grew up back back in middle school, high school. The way Jocelyn knows me is I was a cheerleader and, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, always had interest in music and movement and dance. And that continued into college. Um, I, you know, found hip hop and started doing a hip hop dance troupe. And post-college, I continued to do that as part is of my church dance ministry. And so I pretty much danced all throughout And at the same time, I was a fitness instructor as well for yoga and, um, you know, strength, cardio type of stuff. And after having kids, I basically transitioned out of, um, you know, performing as a dancer and decided that I really um, wanted to create something that was just um, fun to dance to and and not have any pressure of perfection and performance, but just dance and uh, just just for the pure joy of it for community and for exercise. So that's kind of kind of how I got into this whole um business of mine. Um, yeah. So <laughs> would you like <laughs> to tell it?
0: yeah would you like to tell our audience like what is it that your business does? Like the name of your business and then we're gonna get into the juicy stuff about how you got into like really what led you into it what brings you joy in that so
1: yeah so um it is called and this was coined by a student of mine um who was basically planted a seed and at the time I was teaching at a lot of studios and she was like oh you you teach everything you teach dance you teach fitness you teach yoga you know you really should call yourself the power with grace and it never really Hit me, um, because I didn't like the that the fact that my name was part of it. But then, um, you know, as we'll talk about more, um, grace has different meanings to me. And grace in, in the spiritual sense and the faithful sense is, you know, just um, in love and forgiveness, in in all of that um, kind of life journey. I, I realized, oh, the power with grace actually means so much more than just me and my name. And that is what I what I do. Um, So I teach basically dance, fitness and yoga classes. And with the pandemic, I do it online as well. It's on zoom, it's on demand, as well as in person. And that's my business now. So tell me a little bit more about this,
0: how you infuse this concept of grace, like into the work
1: that you do? Yeah, so um, I kind of touched upon it in the sense of, you know, growing up being very um, involved with performance and dance and competitions. And um, it it definitely has a place, you know, you know, all these people doing, um, doing all these performances. And I loved it at the time. But at the same time, I feel like, you um, it also hurt, hurt me in a sense that, um, you know, self esteem and just judgment and lack of self love. And if I didn't get a certain part, or I didn't get placed in the front of the formation, or whatever it was it, there are parts of performance that are also poisonous in that sense. And so I feel like um, grace encompasses just that, you know, we are all enough, we're all enough, just the way we are. And it's okay to show up. And you don't have to be in this happy place with a smile on your face, like you can show up and be among other people who accept you and support you and understand you. And you can just move your body. And the goal is really to, to love ourselves more and feel better by the end of the class. Feel feel better, um, feel more self love and love for others. And I think that's where the concept of grace comes in um, is to, yeah, to, to, to move our bodies and exercise, but in a way that's loving to ourselves and others.
0: Oh, I love that. I love that message of like, you know, You are enough. And probably that's why I really didn't get into dance. Although Grace, I was always, you know, with our friends with like, you know, reels and TikToks, it's (laughs) like, I'm always like, uh, for me, I'm like, ah, and I recognize now it's like not feeling, not giving myself enough grace because it felt like I wasn't enough or a feeling like judging myself, like not being able to do the move. Like, can we just practice that one more time? (laughs) So. You know, that's, uh. so I love that, like, how you infuse that into just what you do and, and the people that you teach, you know, like, offering yourself grace, and yeah, like your body, like you're, like, as you're moving your body through dance, it's like you're expressing yourself through the movement. But also, it's mm-hmm. like, I don't know, you're like, also releasing whatever it is that you're holding and I don't know that's
1: like yeah. that's exactly it and and mm. I think the biggest the biggest rule I kind of have when I'm teaching is you know well two things I you know ask people to just show up with an open heart and open mind mm-hmm. um, so if they don't pick up the choreography it really doesn't matter the point is that there's music there's amazing people around you, and you're moving your body. You're expressing your emotions. You're letting things go. And my second big thing as a teacher, um, I don't use mirrors. So dance is a huge thing where I, you know, you grow up and certain things. Yes, like I said, if you are performing, and I still have parts of me like, you know, performing at our friend's wedding or something. You know, there's parts of me where. You know, you need a mirror, you need to perfect things and be uniform with others. So there is a place for that. However, for my classes now, I specifically teach at venues where there are no mirrors, because um, I, I don't want people to put that pressure on themselves to look at themselves to compare with others. And it really is liberating when you don't have a mirror. And and ideally, you know, it's another dream of mine is to one day have my own studio. But, um, you know, the ideal setting for me is basically a a club setting. <laughs> a club, yes. right? Yes. Going, no, you know, mirrors. A club, no mirrors. No mirrors. <laughs> it's dark. There's lights. There's lots of people. It's crowded. It's sweaty. But it's like at nine thirty a.m. and there's no alcohol. <laughs> Yes. you're drinking water. That is actually my ideal setting where where no one really cares that feeling of dancing mm-hmm. at a club um yep. except it's all with people and it's safe and no one's really trying to hit on you and that's 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 that's, whole, <laughs> that's my vision. That's <laughs> like that's, y'all, that's like
0: pure adrenaline, adrenaline, not from alcohol, but adrenaline from like within like
1: that. Oh, my gosh, that is more powerful than any other mm-hmm. stimulant out there. It is that true endorphin high. And when you are around other people who have that pure joy, it is magical. It, it, that's the only word I can describe it. It's magical.
0: Yes, I okay, I will have to say I'm saying this not just because we're really good friends. But y'all whenever like grace makes us and our group of friends <laughs> that we've been <laughs> friends. I mean, she's like, let's do this dance, whether it's in an airport or something. We're all game and that that energy like you can feel it like that energy. Mm-hmm. So um, I want to hear just the story of how you came to like this place. I know we <laughs> you know, living a dime, but like, I guess the short form of like, how did you find yourself like at this moment doing what you're doing now? Like, what was it that kind of drove you or brought you here to this place and doing this really impactful work that really impacts people's not just like physical, you know, fitness, but also I hear a lot of like, it's also mentally and like inner, inner work, like loving yourself, feeling enough, but also feeling good physically. Like, how did you find yourself doing this work?
1: Yeah, I think there are some pivotal moments. Um, one was, um, like I said, I grew up dancing, mm-hmm. and then <laughs> this is kind of funny story, story, um, quite of embarrassing too. But okay. We're just like, where's that go with it? <laughs> Some <laughs> pivotal moments here. Um, one was the lesson of dancing, um, for the pure joy of it. Okay, so I lost myself. What happened? My, I think my that... it went to like can... black and white or I something. I know, isn't that weird? Oh, there we okay, go. There here we go. are. Here Y'all, we are. we're on Zoom too, so we can see each other. <laughs> oh, and this is not just audio. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay you can see my okay yes. here we go okay so I'll try to make this as brief as possible okay so I like I said I really cared and I was a perfectionist and I really cared about doing my best and being the best and and I was really competitive about it um growing up mm-hmm. junior high high school college and then near the end of college and Jocelyn and I went to the same college UC San Diego um <laughs> At the time, there was the singer Cisco. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: yes. Okay. We are dating ourselves now. We are, <laughs> are dating ourselves so- um, Oh yeah. my gosh. This is just so funny. This is the song song. Okay. Oh. We're talking about the song. song. So, Cisco <laughs> um, so, came to San Diego and oh, yes. had this summer. Cisco's Shakedown, some MTV show back when we watched MTV religiously, mm-hmm. and it was basically this show with episodes where you, everyone shows up and they dance, and then he goes around and he spray paints an S on your belly if um if he likes you, and at the end they like ten people have an S and they teach actual choreography, and whoever finishes you know, wins the episode. Mm -hmm. And then the whole thing is at the very end, all the winners get together and they compete for the top. And so I, um, up until that point, I was a show dancer. Like Mm -hmm. if I'm on, on, if I have the spotlight on me, I will go all out. I will dance, you know? And so my, I went to this thing and, um, you know, you have to wear a crop top bikini top because your belly has to be exposed it's very unlike me but um I went because that was kind of what I wanted to prove and so I danced I got the S and I actually won the episode woohoo yes <laughs> so then I made it to the finals I made it to the finals and so all the winners are there you're standing around you're freestyling it's almost like like on a boat or something. and so, so it's like everyone is placed in a certain place and you don't know when Cisco's coming around. And so you just dance. And so whenever I saw cameras and people, like I would dance like crazy. And then when, when there was no one around, I kind of just like, you know, chilled out and stuff. But little did I know there was a part where I was just kind of chilled out mm-hmm. and Cisco happened to walk around And so I got an X. So an Uh X means you're out. Yeah. And he basically was one of him, him, his choreographer, one of them was like, you know, you have to, you can be a really good dancer, but you have to like show your true kind of like you got, you got to keep dancing even when no one's watching you. That's when you're a really good dancer. Mm -hmm. And that really hit me because it was a very humbling moment where I realized that was like they called me out. Like, yeah, I dance because I'm showing off. Mm -hmm. But when I think no one's watching, I kind of just didn't care anymore. Mm -hmm. So it didn't come from a true sense of joy or purpose. It only came because I wanted to be the best. And so it was a really humbling but powerful moment because clearly I remember this 20 years later um, that if I'm going to do something, it needs to be real. Mm. It it needs to be real. I don't, I don't care anymore about being the best. I want to do it because I believe it and I love it so much that my body wants to move like that. Yeah. So that was my first big moment. And then um, I've had second thing is that, you know, um, I've had long hair all my life yes. um, literally down to my butt yes. all my life yes. and it's because I'm very anti-drama I I don't like when people fight I avoid conflicts so growing up if anyone was arguing I would take my hair and just like play with it in front mm-hmm. of my face like checking out of the conversation mm-hmm. and so um just ignore this movement here and so um what happened is it was reflective of my voice. Like I didn't speak up. I didn't talk about my feelings. I didn't, I didn't want to stir up anything. So Mm -hmm. in a way I wasn't, again, I wasn't real in a different way. Now it wasn't just a physical thing. It was just all my life. I kind of just was like, okay, hiding my feelings and Mm -hmm. internalizing everything and not, you know, expressing myself. And so it wasn't until, um, I became a mom um, that I started teaching a lot more yoga. I started teaching a lot more yoga, taking more yoga certifications. I became a yoga instructor for their 200-hour teacher training program. Mm -hmm. And through that process of being a teacher and, like, I started to find my voice that it's okay to express and share. In fact, that's how you connect with people. That's how you are real, is when you show that you're vulnerable, and you have failures, and, and you don't have to be perfect, you can be imperfect. And Mm -hmm. that took me until my 30s to realize. And so my second pivotal moment was one of my yoga classes, I was teaching one about um, inversions and overcoming your fears. And so I had everyone do handstands on the walls and these crazy things. And then in the end, I shared all this. I shared that, you know, all my life I've been hiding, not speaking up. And I think this is my point where I'm going to, I'm going to find my voice. I'm gonna start sh- sharing things. Um, yeah. And so at the end of that class, I had my oldest daughter. I wasn't, my oldest daughter was probably five at the time. She came in, my hair was in a braid and she cut off my hair at the end of that yoga class in front of everybody. Um, it was 22 inches, we donated it to the locks of love, but it was symbolic of the, the sense that that weight of trying to hide and trying to um, be this fake perfect person. Um, I let that go, I, I literally let that go in front of everyone and they um, and for myself. And so I think that was another pivotal moment. My, my youngest was born at the time. So she's only seven. So that was, you know, only five years ago, maybe. Um, and that's, that's what those two moments really, I think is what spurred into this power with grace idea now is that, um, when people show up, I want them to truly find that joy from within Mm -hmm. and, um, not dance because they're looking at a mirror, not dance because they're with other people or um, when they exercise, they don't have to feel like they have to do tuck jumps and burpees. Yeah. They can modify it however they feel. But at the same time also um, the vulnerable part is show up when life is not good. It's it's fine. Like show up and cry. And, and it's been beautiful because um, I cry in classes and people cry in classes and Uh, It's interesting when you open up that imperfect side, how um, real Mm -hmm. and loving and compassionate you realize like everyone is um, to one another and that we're human. We're just human. Yeah. So I don't I totally forgot the question, but I feel like (laughs) I love I love that
0: journey, though, that those pivotal moments, right? Like those pivotal moments that shifted and I, I, I don't know, this, the, the metaphor of like leveling up in terms of like really coming into you, your own, right? Like mm-hmm. who you were created to be. Like mm-hmm. you, like those moments of, of realizing like, oh, what am I doing this for? Like what is, you know, the the Cisco, Cisco thing? I, I'm just gonna have to say everyone, dong, da, dong, dong, dong. like that's the song, yes. okay? everyone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're yes. just dating ourselves here, <laughs> like that, like those moments is what continue to like expand your own like understanding of yourself and also accepting mm-hmm. of yourself, like, and that, like, that totally. Now I'm thinking about you know the name Power with Grace. I remember that moment, y'all, when Grace texted all of us as friends. She's like, "The Power with Grace," and we're like, "Yeah." Like that was a long time ago, but now hearing your pivotal moments and, you know, sitting with that phrase power with grace, like you're creating that space for people to really like accept their own power within themselves, know it, feel it, and then let that be shown outwardly Mm -hmm. like it but it like it's like you're 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 like connecting to your own power within but you, you are creating that space and all those pivotal moments yeah I mean that's such a that's that's so cool like it's it's a very like inspiring and also like like we all we all we all can have you know you know experiences like that being aware of those pivotal
1: moments that shift you. Yeah. And you, you don't always see it in the moment, but you know, 20 years later and you know, I see it now. And, and I know, I mean, I have to say, because you're also a spiritual person, Jocelyn, Mm -hmm. it is ironic. I mean, I know this podcast will be edited for later, but for everyone listening, it's so ironic that unintentionally um, there's you know a lot of spiritual guidance i think that has led me here too but today is december 12th for for those of you listening but um it's literally my fourth year anniversary of the power of grace today today Um, happy anniversary i didn't know know. (laughs) we didn't even know that i didn't even realize that till we're sitting here saying that because um, i launched it i trademarked it and everything on this day created this LLC on December 12 2019, three months before the pandemic hit. And so my whole business plan had to shift. Because originally, like I said, I wanted a dark club yeah. vibe. <laughs> and that was my goal. And then instead, it turned into a half zoom half in person, we're at a church, we I rent out space at a church, that's where I we dance. Um, it has evolved, but it's been four years of this amazing journey. And this past year 2022 the theme was um and we have t shirts and tanks but our theme was shine your light Mm. so it's exactly what you were saying jocelyn because we reached this point this year at least that it's the power with grace has nothing to i mean my name again my name is in it but has nothing to do with me it really is about this year especially is like shine your light so whoever Mm. is part of that when they find that it's to be unafraid to show who you are and actually you know you influence everyone around you when you're more joyful Mm -hmm. and you're more forgiving to yourself and you're more compassionate and um so that is so funny that it's yeah so it's a timely day today it's It's very (laughs) divine timing everyone exactly exactly
0: (laughs) i mean so i i just OK, so like I'm going back to what you said earlier. It's like when you're surrounded, like the space that you create for the, your, you know, the people who come to your classes, your students, you know, it it really you said something that really stuck with me. It's like. We're all humans and we're all connected, you know, like and the energy that you feel and that you put out yourself like you have to feel it yourself, but then that that emulates outwardly. Like it just shows how we're all connected to each other and that Mm -hmm. we all need each other and that, you know, your own love for yourself and your own inner joy that can also that, that actually manifests outwards and affects other people. And that's, you know, I love what you said about that. Like that's the space. You
1: know, it's totally contagious, which is why my entire plan was always in person mm-hmm. like you really need to feel that um, the zoom really helps a blessing through all of this the past you know through the pandemic is that you know my my both my parents and they're in their mid 70s and my sister and my best friend like they they like people zoom in because they are too far they live an hour and a half away and so there is a blessing to the whole online component and zoom um, however yeah being in person, there is some contagious, magical energy um, that you can feel from everybody in that room. Mm -hmm. Just like when you walk in a room, and you know, there's like an elephant in the room, you know, like someone's vibe, at least, you know, I'm a Pisces, I'm an empathetic kind of empath person. So I feel people's energy. And I know when someone's like, not happy or stressed, or Mm -hmm. if I go to a Warriors game, I mean, that is like crazy, like overwhelming energy in the best way. But Um, My, my classes, my hope is that, you know, when people come in person, there is some natural energy, magical energy that you receive and you give. Mm -hmm. And then you leave class and you walk out truly like a more joyful person than you were an hour ago. So that's, that's, um, and that's myself too. You know, I receive that too. So it's a gift to receive that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's, it reminds me of that phrase, you know, come as you are, you know, just come as you are, and mm-hmm. just be as you are, you know, like you yeah. said, you just bring your whole self un unencumbered, you know, like just your, you know, authentic self. So where yeah. do you, um, I guess, I know, okay, I, I'm gonna point this, I know, you just came back from hosting an amazing retreat. <laughs> so Yay! I'm putting that out there. I would love to know just I guess what was the most
1: magical thing about that
0: experience, oh my
1: gosh, so um so again, like I everything my my business plan got scrapped three months <laughs> into you know forming this this business um because of the pandemic, scrapped in so many ways, and um you know i I remodeled my garage because I had to turn it into a studio, a filming studio, and and place to record classes. And I taught classes on my deck through the pandemic. Um, it was just it's been a crazy time. And I just feel like I'm trying to just follow my purpose. And I feel I feel like I'm doing the right thing. I feel like, um, you know, that that guidance that faith, that what I'm doing is something good. So I just keep following that instinct. And um last year, at, at this time, actually, in December, someone had planted the seed of like, hey, Grace, you know, I went to this place um, for my 50th with a bunch of girlfriends. And then she went again, like five years after that. And she was like, it would be such a perfect place for you because they run these um, fitness, it's like a wellness retreat. And so usually you bring your girlfriends, like four or five of you, you go on a vacation and you take classes and you eat healthy and it's on the beach and all that. But she was like, but I think you can host your own retreat there. And so I looked that up last year and, you know, it was never something in my radar. But as soon as I looked at that place and knowing she had been there twice, um, I just decided, oh, you know, like this looks really like an amazing thing because what was, what was missing at that point and what I think is my intention now for my classes is not just showing up, creating that joy, but, um, you know, community has been a big thing. We do fundraisers. We do non, I mean, we raise a lot of money for nonprofits and um, we celebrate people's birthdays, but it's still only in class you know, we start to hang out, there's a little bit more like, hey, let's go to lunch. And, you know, this and that. But I really feel like the next step for this business is the people who come really are looking for that sisterhood. Now this this Mm -hmm. womanhood that, that I think we all need. And so um, I thought, well, a retreat really is the next level, because then we are spending time beyond just classes, we're really going to get to know each other. And so um, it just happened. We just went, um, two weeks ago. I just got back and, uh, it was six days in Tulum mm-hmm. and it really was magical. I, I have to say the whole thing was magical from the first day we arrived at the airport. I was a travel agent. I booked 40 flights, and, <laughs> uh, but it was, yeah, I, I, tend to have a problem of doing everything by myself and <laughs> it was a lot of work, but Anyhow, we had um, a total of 39 people go. And at the airport, it was already just very, like, four people here, four people there, two people here. You could tell exactly, you know, everyone's friendly, but you could tell where the cliques were. And it was a long travel day. We arrived. um, But the next morning, my intention immediately was we did meditation together. We did journaling. And then we broke into... um, groups of five and six and um, just had a really deep kind of prompt to dive into. And um, I knew this, I knew every single person on this retreat. This wasn't open to the public. This was only in class. I just mm-hmm. invited people in person. Just if, if they're coming to classes, they're welcome to come. And, and um, I knew this group was already a really amazing group of women. But within that first hour of talking, something completely shifted. Um, Those clicks just disintegrated on the very first morning that we were there. And you could tell by the time it was dinner that we had a long table, like Harry Potter style, of Mm -hmm. 40 people sitting in one long table, but people were no longer sitting like necessarily next to their roommate or next to their group of four, like it, it mingled immediately. And it was really beautiful because I think that's what everyone craved and everyone needed. Um, and the dance and the fitness and the yoga were just the, the vehicles that connect us, that common interest of exercise. And already they understand the joy, they understand the imperfections, they understand their own journeys because they've been taking my class. Mm-hmm. all these years but now we finally got to connect those relationships together and by the end of that trip i mean it was it was it was amazing it was truly magical people were just so vulnerable so open um instead of avoiding you know conversations people were initiating it and um i think that was my biggest moment where i was like wow, this this was something that was supposed to happen. I'm so glad we did it. And mm-hmm. now every class this past week, it's only been one week we were back. Like you go in and the buzz, the buzz is already it was very joyful. And now it's like a bunch of sisters really, you know, hanging out um, before and after class and wanting to talk. And um, so that, that's been a very special win in my heart. Yeah. yeah. What do you think
0: is, I mean, that's such a beautiful like story of the experience of the people. And I am like curious, like, what do you think it is that people are, when you say sisterhood and women, you know, like this community thing, like in your opinion,
1: why do you think people are really seeking that out? Um, well, my my target group, honestly, is, um, well, if, if people have young kids, it doesn't work, right? If you have kids that are like three and under or whatever, you are completely in survival mode. And it's all about giving and um, you have no time to yourself. And I think the age group that We were in. I mean, it was literally the youngest person was thirty-eight, and the oldest two were sixty-three. So I have that's my range of women. Um, But we're all in the same. It doesn't matter the age, Mm -hmm. but we're all in the life stage where um, either your kids have are out to college, or um, you have kids in elementary school, or something where you are finally prioritizing self-care. I think that's where that's what's missing. Um, mm-hmm. Prior to that, and still in motherhood, I mean, my girls are seven and eleven. It's still very much all about the kids, yes, right? You, yes, you know, Dalton, yes, I mean, yes. it's like you wake up and you're making lunches, mm-hmm. and that's like my least favorite thing. That and breaking down boxes. I hate breaking down boxes. <laughs> <Yes>. um, <laughs> but I, I feel like uh, number one, I've never. You know, Jocelyn and I, we, we do our girl trips with our high school junior high mm-hmm. friends. Um, there's eight of us and I love those moments um, mm-hmm. and we do it once a year and we really need those moments, mm-hmm. but that's eight. Um, and and there is something really crazy about 39 because it was like, <laughs> when have you ever been with 39 other women that don't want any, the other things, they don't want drama. These people are the same as yeah. me. We don't look for drama. We don't want drama. Mm-hmm. Um. And so there's something about all these women, I think we're just craving good energy. We just mm-hmm. crave people who think like us, who live like us, who just care about the essential things in life and finding more joy. So um, that I think that's what everyone craves, some more of that self-love, self-care, but community that is um searching for that same joy
0: yeah you know yeah it's like that I've been thinking a lot about like this concept of belonging like feeling like you belong to something to be like in the sense like you feel like heard and seen and you feel Mm -hmm. connected and Mm -hmm. um like that's what that's what you're creating you've created and you're continuing to create that space for people And and it's very specific, right? Like, it's like, I think I read in one of your newsletters, um, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but it's like for really deep connection versus surface connection, you know, Mm -hmm. deep talk versus small talk. I don't know if it's because, you know, we're heading into this stage of life or midlife or whatever, (laughs) just calling out our age, everyone. Um, But it's like, it's you enter into a space where you are definitely craving those types of deeper connections to be like you're not uh putting the energy to prove anything you're just showing
1: Mm -hmm. up yeah there's no more it's pretty i i do like this life stage where it's just kind of like if you don't want to do it just say no if you do want to do it do say yes and um yeah and so i don't know these women are pretty amazing and um There's no time, though, you know, you show up in class, you do make small talk, you leave class. And so I felt like that retreat really created the time and opportunity to to deep, you know, deepen those conversations and really get to know one another beyond that surface. Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm, Yeah. mm Yeah. I love all the deep, like the really life giving messages that you're doing through your work you know, not just like with the name power with grace and the meaning of grace within your work, but like the messages of come as you are, you know, your shine your Um, Mm lights. How do you like, with your theme this year, shine your light? How did you come up with that? Or how did that came can come to fruition?
1: Oh, it's actually um, titles of songs. So so yeah, one of the first I mean, one of the first ones was by Megan Trainor, it's um, better when I'm dancing. So that was one of the years. And it was just literally the our theme song just better when I'm dancing, you know, mm-hmm. um, we have other things like broken and beautiful, broken and beautiful is another song that is amazing by Kelly Clarkson. Um, and this last year was shine your light. And so I it's funny, because I am, you know, entering 2023. And you know that that's the next one where it's like oh what is our next year's i don't know yet but um mm-hmm. they are inspired by our songs and and now that we're talking about that for my dance class my songs you know we do have to get the hip hop i do love the hip hop yes. and um i put those songs in um but i also have many what we call heart songs and mm. a lot of the songs are like you know, on that theme of shine your light, broken and beautiful, I am here, you know, brave, mm. faith, confident, like, like, I purposely seek songs, um, you know, that that have a meaning that's a, completely aligned with what we're doing. Because, because, again, the, this dance isn't for anything um, to like showing off, it really is to, to express what we feel internally, mm-hmm. outwardly. Yeah, so.
0: Yeah, it's creating yeah. your, your, it's, um, the word meaningful came up for me as I was listening. It's like the, you're, you're choosing songs that are meaningful to mm-hmm. not just you, but like for the students, the, the people that come, you know, and it's like, yeah, you're not, it's such a deeper, deeper connection to, to dance and to your physical fitness, right? Like y'all, this is not fitness just to get healthy. It is like, it's like a holistic Mm -hmm. experience. Yeah. 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 Wow. So um, what lights you up right now in the work that you do?
1: Oh, I, I right now coming off of the retreat, um, it's the connections. Like, like I was saying, the community, the community Mm. is completely like, Um, yeah, I, I, you know, I teach, right. So I give in that sense, but I receive so much. It's kind of like that parent feeling when you see your kids happy and like complete and whole and loved. Like I feel that with my community that, um, you know, there's like a safe, they feel safe, they feel supported. Um, So that really lights me up. Um, And just just that, you know, that we're trying to make the world literally a better place. I think that's (laughs) the whole, the whole be the change you, you want to see in the world. I mean, that's, Mm -hmm. I feel like our people really show up and they're good people that truly want to see a simple world. That's more loving, more kind, more caring. And that's, that's what lights me up and motivates me to continue working hard and, um, you know, continue spreading this, this joy for my dance and fitness and yoga so yeah yeah yeah. that's your that's your why like
0: you that's my why I can Mm -hmm. I can sense like you're super grounded in that why that's what drives your work and how you and how you show up and stuff I mean I have another question but that could take us another whole episode but it would be like it would be you know from just our conversation today it's like you know living out your purpose right like how you are living out your purpose. And I know, you know, for people that are listening to this podcast, you know, that might be a question of like, how did you find your, how did you, you know, how do you know that this is your purpose? Right. So, um, I, I mean, just a quick answer. (laughs) Like, how did you
1: know that this was your calling? I know this, that's a very tough question. That's a um, tough question, but we don't. I mean, have... <laughs> how old are we, Jocelyn? It's taken, I feel like I... I, it's taken me uh four decades Gates, to figure yes. out that question. <laughs>
0: Everyone do the math. You can do the math. I know.
1: And I, I feel like some people figure out earlier, some figure out when they're at 70, 80. I think um, um, I just know that. Um you just have to for me, there's two things. I think one is, if I feel like I have to hide something, or I don't feel good about something, it's it's just a deep gut feeling for me, like if I can't be honest, or I feel fake, or I feel weird. Um, that's, that's my big indicator that I'm not doing something right. So I think I just follow my heart. That's mm-hmm. really, it's just following the signs of my heart. Like, hmm, is this something I'm happy to share about with other people? Does this make me happier? Does this make my um, my friends happier, my f- family happier? Or am I hiding something or am I like feeling? So there was a time when social media first came out and I, um, you know, was really pulled into the kind of like, posting all the time because of this pose and, and I did a lot of yoga stuff and I just started to feel not so great about it. Like why am I spending, you know, an hour a day to post a perfect picture of this and and I was in that for a long time and um I just never felt good about it. Like I didn't want to go to the beach and oh this is a great photo and I didn't want to have my husband have to snap a shot of me when I should be present with my girls, but I'm more concerned about having this perfect Instagram worthy photo. Um, and I think that works for many people who are in that industry, who they are marketing and they're social, you know, doing clothing or do, you have to do that. That's part mm-hmm. of marketing. But for me, it just, it, it did not feel right. And it took me a while to um, finally let go. Like, you know, like to listen to that. And so I feel like the struggle, um, it's in your gut, I I really feel like it's in your gut when you want something, but it's because in your head, you think you want something, but in your Mm -hmm. gut, you you just feel like, Oh, why? Why am I doing this? So the purpose always comes back to um, your heart, listening to your heart, and then your why? I, I like what you said. It's like, why am I doing this? And Mm-hmm. Um, if you truly believe it or not. Um, and just keep trusting, keeping faithful, keep, keep believing in yourself. Um, mm-hmm. Because I, I think the answers come when you allow the door to be open. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but if you keep a closed door and just try to think your way through, it mm-hmm. doesn't always work. I think you have to be open to feedback from other people, feedback from the universe, feedback mm-hmm. from whatever, um, and let things guide you and let things change and be fluid. Um, yeah, yeah. It's a tough, it's tough, but, um, yeah.
0: Yeah. I think all that's part of the journey, all part of the journey. I think what you said, something and um, pointed out because I, you said, you know, what, You said yourself first, you like what, what feels fun or what feels good to me, what feels heart centered to me. And then what feel makes, you know, my friends and family and others that will serve others. But it started with you. And I noted, I noticed that it's like, you're trusting your own gut first versus trusting everyone else's, you know, opinions Mm -hmm. or (laughs) advice. It's like trusting your gut and whatever you believe in, whatever it's universe, God, whatever. But like, you started with that. It's like here. You know, that's the theme of this conversation. It's like inner, you know, trusting the insides of, you know, what you're sensing. And like you said, heart centered. I like that phrase, like what your heart says and letting mm-hmm. that guide you. And, um, yeah. And there's no timetable, like no <laughs> it just takes us table. four decades. And I feel like, you know, personally, I'm still like fishing through that, you know, <laughs> yeah. and some people you find it earlier, some people, but yeah, it's like, it's there for everyone. And yeah.
1: And I'm in no, by no means my journey is not over. I mean, I'm still confused half the time too. It's 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 okay. (laughs) It's okay to have, I think that's the important thing is like follow, uh, you know, my heart, your heart um, and keep taking the next step. But then also know, it's still fine to have questions and doubts. Mm -hmm. And like, that's part of, um, what you have to do you have to keep asking and being open to all these paths um but you know like me it's like what are my next steps i have no idea what's my mantra for next year i have zero idea you know but um, our purpose just keeps evolving and it it might change too but um just i think it's staying aligned with with your heart your mind your body um your soul everything feels yeah. aligned oh, then you're doing the right thing
0: I think yeah I love that alignment alignment Alignment, so yeah yeah, that could be another whole episode too I know I know oh my gosh well I had so much fun just chatting with you and y'all you know Grace and I we could chat all the time we all chat we have a like a text thread (laughs) we chat about everything Um, but would you is there something that you would like to share with the audience about you know um, anything upcoming in terms of your work and classes that you would like to share with
1: everyone? Oh, um, I know I, I'm in Marin, so um, <laughs> if you are in Marin, um, <laughs> yes, um, my website is thepowerwithgrace.com, and I have my schedule there. Um, I do my Zoom classes mostly Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, nine thirty PST da- dance and Wednesdays I do fitness and um, yoga but if you're ever in person like I said that was my initial um, vision of this and you know I also do uh, I'll probably do every other year retreats I'm inspired about that and in between those years um, I'll probably be doing my third dance-a-thon so a -a dance-a-thon is um, like a three-hour class basically (laughs) for I say it's like, you know, when you feel like, oh, I want to run a 10k or I want to run a half marathon or something like that. It's, it's, it's like that. It's like, it's no joke, but it is an accomplishment. So if you're interested in crazy dancing like that, that I'm hoping to do it, Um, you know, um March 11th, but we'll see. I mean, we'll see this, this, when this podcast come out, <laughs> comes out, it comes out anyway. Um, and um Yeah. Yeah, okay, that 3-hour dance
0: y'all is it's no joke and it's also so, so much fun. <laughs> like yeah. It, it is, is a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. So, um, thanks for sharing about all those awesome things of how you know, people can connect with you and thank you so much for just sharing your story and the, you know, your why and the work that you do and just all your wonderful like insights and wisdom. Um, for us all. And thank you so much, Grace. No, for thank being you on the podcast. You for
1: your time, inviting me. Yeah. I appreciate
0: it. Yes. It was so much fun. Well, thank you so much, Grace. And thank you all for joining us on this conversation. Bye. Bye. Here are six main takeaways from today's episode. One, dance is beyond the performance aspect. There is a place for that and dance is externally expressing yourself what you feel internally through movement and offering yourself and your body grace. Two, when you are in community with others and dance, it creates this magical natural endorphin energy. Three, choose and do something that comes from your real authentic self. Four, find your joy within, feel it, and your joyful energy will naturally emanate externally, creating this magical connection with others. Five. Show up when life is not good. When you're vulnerable and open with how you're feeling and what you're experiencing, it shows your humanity, which creates a connection and community with others. And six. Stay aligned with your heart, mind, body, and soul in your journey towards connecting with your life purpose. And here are six coaching questions to help you reflect on the conversation from today's episode. One. What does it look like to connect with your power within? Two. What does it look like to offer yourself grace? Three. How can you connect with feeling your joy within? What tool would work for you? Could it be dance, writing, hiking, painting, etc? 4. How can you show up, be vulnerable, and be open with others in a way that feels safe and good for you? 5. In your life, what relationships or communities do you feel like you can give and receive that magical natural endorphin energy? And 6. How can you stay aligned to your real authentic self, your heart, mind, body, and soul, when making choices throughout your life? Okie dokie. What a fun, joyful, and insightful episode. If you'd love to connect with Grace, attend her dance-a-thon that's happening this Saturday, March 11th, or join one of her classes, you can click the links in the show notes. Thanks again for listening, and I can't wait to jam with you next time. Bye, y'all.